anything but any everything but prayer and petition with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through christ jesus philippians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7 thanks for joining us today this is the hour of intercession i'm pastor joseph parker we invite you to look with us to begin within the word of god in the book of psalm psalm 1 beginning at verse 1 Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chafe that the wind drives away, Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. All of Psalm 1. Then looking in the New Testament, the book of James, James chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion. Greetings. Count it all joy, my brothers. When you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation and the rich in his humiliation, because like a flower of the grass he will pass away. For the sun rises with its scorching heat and withers the grass. Its flower falls and its beauty perishes, so also will the rich man fade away in the midst of his pursuits. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when He is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of firstfruits of his creatures. Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness 
and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Verses 1 through 27, all of James chapter 1. Thank you, Father, once again for your word. Thank you for the power in your word. Thank you for the grace that rests upon your word. And Lord, thank you for the gift, the wonderful and blessed gift your word is to each and every one of us. Father, we do confess, Lord, often, Father, too often, Father, we have not loved you or loved one another as we should have. We confess these are shortcomings by faith. We repent of them. Forgive us, Lord, for the wrongs we've done. Lord, fill us anew with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for every believer listening at this time. Thank you for all those we've lifted up in prayer today, Lord. Father, today we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and so we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Today I say of the Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God in you do we trust. Surely you deliver us from the fowler's snare and from the noisome pestilence. You cover us with your feathers, and under your wings do we trust your truth is our shield and buckler. And so we are not afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and 10,000 at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most high habitation. No evil will befall us, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling. For you give your angels charge over us to keep us all our ways. They bear us up in their hands lest we dash our foot against the stone. We tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. We trample underfoot because we have set our love upon you. Therefore, you deliver us. You set us on high because we have known your name. We call upon you and you answer us. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us and honor us. With long life, you satisfy us and show us your salvation. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. Our producer is Isaac Jackson. Isaac is going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Hey, Father, thank you so much for these moments. And uh, Father, I ask you to speak to us now. Um, they'd speak to our hearts. They'd speak to our innermost beings, Father. Thank you so much for revealing yourself to us. The scriptures say that... Uh, we cannot see Jesus and know who he is unless the Holy Spirit reveals him to us. So, Father, I ask that you'd um, send your Holy Spirit to reveal Jesus to us. Father, is that we'd respond to that, that our roots would grow deep, that would grow more in your love in every moment, that would grow in maturity and in holiness, and uh, that we would accept and thrive from a place of Jesus' love. In your holy name, amen. 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 Thank you, Isaac. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family here on American Family Radio. 
on an ongoing basis, we're encouraging you to make it a goal to email us and ask us for copies of articles that we share on the broadcast. Remember, one of the goals behind that, of course, is we're work. We're doing the work of the Great Commission. We're doing the work of making disciples. And one of our goals is that we would help you as a listener to become stronger in your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, in your walk with him, that you would be a better equipped disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so the articles are meant for you to email us to get copies so you'll have them for your own personal use, but also to use as tools to help disciple your family, but also tools and weapons to help forward to uh, saved and unsaved persons, fellow church members, uh, extended members of your family, co-workers and other persons. Remember, our goal is by the power of the Holy Spirit to be God's vessel through which you can reach to touch people's lives for today and all eternity. And like it or not, life is uh, it's a battlefield. And you deal with spiritual warfare every single day. So the best equipped people to deal with it are believers who are kingdom-minded warriors who understand how to take the Word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit, and put it to work in wonderful and great, great ways. So remember, being in the Word of God is so, so important. So today we're looking specifically at the topic for the broadcast as a whole is walking with Jesus in the Word. And again, walking with Jesus in the Word. And one of the one of our goals today is to help you grow tremendously in your understanding of the critical place God's Word needs to play in all of our lives. Every believer is called to be a diligent student of God's Word. We're not to nibble on the Word of God. We're called to feast on the Word of God every day and to draw heavily on the nourishment, the strength, the empowerment that comes from being in God's Word every day. Remember, when you're reading the Word of God, you're spending time directly with Jesus himself. The Word of God is Jesus. So when you're reading and meditating on God's Word, that's one-on-one time with Jesus himself. And remember, you're always a different person on the other side of the time you spend in the presence of Jesus. And yes, when you read and meditate on the Word of God, you're spending time in the presence of Jesus Christ. So again, as we look at the topic, walking with Jesus in the Word of God, we're hoping that you will be encouraged and empowered by the Holy Spirit to become a more diligent student of God's Word. If you're not already reading three chapters in your Bible every day, today is a great day to start that habit. If you're doing that now, I would encourage you to decide that you're going to start doing at least four chapters in the Word, or maybe five or more. And so remember, time in the Word of God. You know, I I personally make it a goal to try to read at least 10 chapters or segments of Scripture every single day. And the reality is, That's not necessarily enough either. (laughs) You can't get too much of God's Word. In other words, you can't get too much of Jesus. He'll only bless you more and more and better equip you, strengthen you, better set you on fire with the Holy Spirit by the empowerment of His Word. So time in God's Word is so important. Look with me now in the book of Psalms, Psalm 112, Psalm 112 beginning at verse 1, and it tells us these words. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. 
He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks with until he looks in triumph on his adversaries. He has distributed freely. He is given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn is exalted in honor. The wicked man sees it and is angry. He gnashes his teeth and melts away. The desire of the wicked will perish. All of Psalm 112. And you know, in some ways, Psalm 112 is similar to the wisdom and some of the insight found in Psalm 1. Again, Psalm 112 begins with the words, Praise the Lord, blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. A great question to ask yourself is, do you delight in the Word of God? Again, that latter part of verse 1 says, who greatly delights in his commandments. In other words, when you delight in the Word of God and the commandments of God, you're delighting in the Word of God. So the question again is, do you delight in the Word of God? To delight in the Word of God is to delight in Jesus. And the fact is, remember, when you're reading the Word of God, you're hearing directly from Jesus. He's speaking words of counsel, wisdom, strength, and empowerment to bless you, to encourage you, to strengthen you in the Lord. I don't think I can overemphasize to parents listening how important it is for us to have and establish the habit of having your children to read the Word of God out loud to you every day. Why is that so important? Because, again, many times if you just send them off to read for themselves, maybe they will and maybe they won't. But when they're reading to you, you know that they're putting the powerful, eternal Word of God, they're planning it in their minds and their hearts as they read. Parents, when you make the time to allow them to read the Word of God for you today, you're planting in the mind and the heart of your child the best possible thing they can ever receive, Jesus and the grace of God. So when your child is reading the Word of God, Jesus is blessing him or her. He's ministering to him. He's pouring grace into their minds, their hearts, their lives. How important it is that we as parents take it very serious to plant the eternal Word of God in the hearts and the minds of our children. Lord, thank you for every parent listening. Thank you for every believer listening. Help us to grow tremendously this day in our understanding of the need for us to plant your powerful Word in our own hearts and in the hearts and the minds of ourselves, but also help us to grow an understanding of the critical need for us to plant the Word daily in the hearts and the minds of our children as well. Help us to be faithful to do it daily in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We'll be right back.
Music of Planet Shakers with Only Way, reminding us that Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life and eternal salvation. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. Today we're looking at the topic, Walking with Jesus in the Word. And one of our goals is to encourage you to take very seriously the need for us to be diligent students of God's Word. And pretty regularly, we challenge believers to set the goal of reading at least three chapters in the Bible every single day. Because remember this, there's nothing in all of life better for you than God's Word. And God's Word is Jesus, and Jesus is the Word. And so when you're spending time reading and meditating on the Word of God, it's one-on-one time with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we uh, some of the passages we've looked at already include Psalm 1, uh, the book of James, James chapter 1, which I would just mention, verse 22 specifically tells us, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. Remember, we're not, not only to read the word of God, we're to live it. We're not only to consume the word of God, we're to apply the word of God. Remember, truth, the Bible is a book full of truth, and truth is always meant to be applied because that's how it blesses and changes and transforms us as we hear it and apply the Word of God. It transforms our lives always for the better. It makes us more like Jesus. It draws us closer. It helps us to become more and more the disciple he's called us to be. So so again, we've looked at Psalm 1, Psalm 112, the book of James, James chapter 1 as well. All of them are powerful chapters that I would encourage you to take the time to go back over them and read and meditate on them as well. But again, if you don't already have the habit of reading at least three chapters in your Bible every day, Today would be a good day to start that habit. And again, if you're thinking to yourself, three is not enough for me, wonderful. You cannot overeat the Word of God. It'll only bless you more and more and more. Shoot for four or five or more. But remember, get into God's Word every single day. We're going to share an article that uh, helps kind of further open up this point, These some of these points we're touching on. This article is entitled, A Skilled Warrior and His Sword. Again, the title of this article, A Skilled Warrior and His Sword. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Again, Hebrews 4, 12. Ephesians 6, 17 and 18. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Again, Ephesians 6, 17 and 18. Then 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 50 and 51. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone, and struck the Philistine and killed him. There was no, no sword in the hand of David. Then David ran and stood over the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of its sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. Again, 1 Samuel 17, 50 and 51. Every disciple of Jesus Christ would be wise to strive to become a kingdom warrior. A kingdom warrior is a disciple of Christ who skillfully puts the word of God, the sword of the spirit, to work every day. We live in a world where all people everywhere are facing intense spiritual warfare every day of our lives. We face it at home, at school, at work, in public, everywhere. We see it in the news 
about our government, in our culture, and all across the world. What if people say they don't want to be involved in spiritual warfare? And what if a given person says they don't want to have anything to do with spiritual warfare? None of us have a choice in the matter. Like civilians who happen to live in a war-torn land, war has come to us, like it or not. Since we have no choice but to face spiritual warfare in our lives, then let's face it head on. We can live like civilians and just just be victims of the killing, the abuse, the problems, and the difficulties of war. Or we can choose to become well-equipped soldiers and warriors who are trained for spiritual warfare. Hopefully, all believers want to become warriors in God's kingdom. With God as the supreme authority, who wouldn't want to follow him into battle? The most powerful weapon in the world is the Word of God. And here are seven ways we can put the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, to work in our lives and in our world. And as we do, we can become mighty men and women of God who know how to win battles in life. Here are seven ways to use the Word of God every day. We can read it, hear it, believe it, speak it, obey it, pray it, and meditate on it. All of these are related, but none of them are quite the same. You can, read word, you can read the Word of God, but not hear it. You can hear the Word of God, but not choose to obey it. You can believe the Word of God, but not choose to pray the Word of God. Consider the following. The written Word of God is a book of faith. From Genesis to Revelation, we are called to hear, believe, and obey the Word. If we hear the Word of God, but don't obey it, we deceive ourselves, as James chapter 1, verse 22 tells us. The Word of God is a book of truth, yet truth is always meant to be learned and applied. We're to read the Word of God and act like it's true because, of course, it is true. We will not receive the blessing and benefits of the Word of God when we fail to obey it and act on it fully. One example of a very fruitful way to put God's Word to work in our daily lives is by praying it. Here's an example of taking the Word of God and praying it. Let me mention as a side note, I pray. I took time to pray Psalm 91 a few moments ago. We're going to do it again. But remember this too. Our encouragement to you is that if you're not praying Psalm 91 every single day of your life, today is a great day to start because remember, it's a powerful weapon to minister to your physical health and a powerful weapon for supernatural protection in your life. We encourage you to pray it every single day. Thank you, Lord, for every believer listening right now, and thank you for all those we've lifted up in prayer today. Lord, today we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and so we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Today I say of the Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God in you do we trust. Surely you deliver us from the fowler snare and from the noisome pestilence. You cover us with your feathers and under your wings do we trust. Your truth is our shield and buckler. And so we are not afraid for the terror of night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and 10,000 at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most high habitation 
No evil will befall us, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling. For you give your angels charge over us to keep us all our ways. They bear us up in their hands, lest we dash our foot against the stone. We tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. We trample underfoot because we have set our love upon you. Therefore, you deliver us. You set us on high because we have known your name. We call upon you and you answer us. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us and honor us with long life. You satisfy us and show us your salvation. In the name of Jesus, we do pray pray. Amen. We are called to be mighty warriors in the army of God. Our main weapon, of course, is the Word of God, also known as the sword of the Spirit, as Ephesians 6 verses 10 through 20 tell us. Let's be wise enough to take our sword, the powerful Word of God, into battle every single day. And let's be wise enough to use the Word strategically, skillfully, and aggressively. This is how we can walk in victory every single day of our lives. Again, the title of that article, once again, is A Skilled Warrior and His Sword. If you'd like to get a copy, simply email us. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please do email us and get a copy of it. And, of course, this article does contain the prayer based on Psalm 91. And as I alluded to in the article Our encouragement to you is if you're not praying Psalm 91 every day, please, please, please start praying it every day today. The reason being is because remember this, again, whether we like it or not, I mean, the reality is we all face serious and intense spiritual warfare. Psalm 91 is a unique weapon in all of the Word of God, again, that uh, is a tool that ministers to your physical health, that blesses your physical health, but also it's a tool for and a weapon for supernatural protection from the hurt, harm, and dangers in this world. Why in the world would you not pray it every day? Because the fact is we all live in a crazy, dangerous world and not no human being uh, outside of God letting them know, even realize that they're going to walk into a dangerous situation. We hear tragedies going on in the world. We hear uh, shootings in public places and we hear uh, terrorist attacks and we have so many things going on. No one can protect us like our Heavenly Father can. So our encouragement, start praying Psalm 91 over yourself and over your family today. Pray it over yourself and your family every single day of your life. Thank you, Lord, again for the wonderful weapon that we have in Psalm 91. Thank you for the opportunity for us to take this wonderful, powerful weapon and use it every single day. Use it for the wonderful and powerful weapon that it is. Father, help us all to be faithful and wise enough to use it and pray it every single day and thus put it to work in our lives as the supernatural weapon it is. Thank you, Lord, for the fact that your word is the most powerful weapon in all of the universe. For all times and in all circumstances, help us to make it a goal to put your work diligently, your word to work diligently in our lives every single day, including praying Psalm 91. Help us to learn to speak the promises of your word and to stand on them. Help us all to be the diligent students of your word daily that you want us to be as well. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, again, as I've mentioned, we often talk about the importance of getting into God's Word every day. Our producer, Isaac, wanted to share some words of insight about the importance of being serious about getting God's Word every day as well. So in the first segment, Pastor Joseph was reading through uh, Psalm 112, and uh, the first verse of that, Praise the Lord, blessed is the the man who fears the Lord, 
who greatly delights in his commandments. Um, and then he asked a really good question. Pastor Joseph asked a really good question. Um, do you delight in God's commandments? Uh, if you don't, you might look at God's commandments as just kind of barriers, boundaries, things you have to avoid. You kind of might look at them in like a preventative mindset of where they're just keeping you from doing things. But God's law is life. God is the God of life. He's the God of love. The things that he commands us, he doesn't do, he doesn't command us just to keep us from doing things. He commands us these things because he wants us to thrive. He wants us to live more fully. He wants us to grow in maturity and to experience more joy. The Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit of joy and he brings joy. So like whenever we follow God's commandments, we can delight in love. We can delight in life. We can delight in God's fullness. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing that, Isaac. And, you know, that's that's a powerful point. You know, God knows b- better what's good for us than we do. You know, as much as we might think we do, Absolutely. he knows better than we do. <laughs> Absolutely. And again, there's nothing better for us. You know, the Word of God ministers to our mind, body, and spirit. Nothing nourishes our mind, body, and spirit like the powerful Word of God. And so one of the wisest, most fruitful, and productive things any and all of us can do in life is Sit down and spend time one-on-one with Jesus or sit down one-on-one reading and meditating on his word. And remember this, Jesus will spend all the time with you as you'll spend with him in his word. You know, and keep in mind, he's busy. Remember the Lord Jesus, he's the CEO of the universe. He's got lots and lots to do, but the fact is he can spend as much time with you as you'll spend with him. Now, if you think to yourselves, well, how in the world can he do that? As busy as he is. Well, keep in mind, that's his business. (laughs) He's God. Remember, he's God and you and I are not. So don't worry about Jesus doing his his job. He's going to do his job. Our job is to follow him. Thank you, Lord, again for the wonderful privilege of being able to push aside all the other things. Thank you for the opportunity to turn off, uh, to, to set aside or turn off the cell phone, turn off the computer, turn off the MP3 players, to turn off all the electronic gadgets, and thank you for the opportunity to open your word and spend time one-on-one with you. And thank you, Lord, for the fact that you will spend as much time with us as we will spend with you. Help us to grow tremendously in our understanding of how valuable, how much of a blessing, how full of grace and peace your word really is. And when we make the time to get into your word and spend that time, it's a reward. We are rewarding ourselves as we spend time with you one-on-one in your word. Thank you for the gift your word really is to us. And thank you for how that your word does minister healing, grace, strength, joy, and power to every part of our being. Thank you for the gift of your word. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. Today we're looking at the topic, Walking with Jesus in the Word. We'll be right back.
move on Houston, you can say it one time with us. Send down from glory. Many things. Come on, somebody say it. The music of Fred Hammond with You Are the Living Word. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. Today we're looking at the topic, Walking with Jesus in the Word of God. And our ongoing encouragement to you is that you do not, if you don't already have the very fruitful habit of reading at least three chapters in your Bible every day, please start today because nothing will bless you nourish you and equip you for life like the word the wonderful and powerful word of god uh reading a passage from the book of second timothy second timothy chapter three uh beginning at verse one second timothy chapter three starting at verse one but understand this that in the last days there will come times of difficulty for people will be lovers of self lovers of money proud arrogant abusive disobedient to their parents ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people, for among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sins and led away by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Just as Johnny's and Jambres opposed Moses, so these men also opposed the truth, men corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the faith. But they will not get very far, for their folly will be plain to all as, as was that of those two men. You, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions and sufferings that happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, and at Lystra, which, which persecutions I endured. Yet from them all, the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people and impostors will grow on from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you ha- knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. All of Second Timothy chapter 3. Again, we're, uh, we're looking at today at the topic, walking with Jesus in the Word of God. And so remember, when you're reading and meditating on the Word of God, you're spending time in the presence of Jesus. You're spending time conversing with Jesus. He's equipping you. He's molding you. He's shaping you. And that's true for us as we read and meditate on the Word of God and parents as we have our children to read the Word of God out loud to us. 
Jesus is working and molding and shaping on them. He's touching their lives. He's blessing their lives in a way that no one else or nothing else can. How important it is that we as parents help our children get into the Word of God every day. And one of the great ways to do that is to have them to read out loud to us as parents every single day. I want to share an article now entitled, Children Who Read the Word of God. And if you'd like to get a copy, simply email us, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to share it with you. Again, the article, Children Who Read the Word of God. Psalm 119, verse 105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, Until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Again, 1 Timothy 4, 13. Then Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Again, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Then Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Again, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 9. Many parents have never encouraged their children to read the Word of God out loud to them daily. It's simply not been a priority for so many parents. Christian parents often take their children to Sunday school and church, and that's a great thing. That's very, very important. But sadly, having their children to read the Word of God out loud to them every day, along with church attendance, is just not that important to too many parents. Allow me to make a case for why it would be wise, very wise, to change this reality in the life of your family. Consider this important question and the answers to it. What happens when a child reads the Word of God? What takes place in the life of a young person who is faithfully taking time to read God's Word every single day? Number one, the child is spending time with Jesus. He or she is spending time interacting with Jesus as they take time to read his word. That child is spending time listening to the wisdom, grace, power, and insight of the creator of the universe. See John 1, 1, John 6, 63, and Romans 12, 1 and 2. What more productive activity could your child possibly be doing? Number two, that young person, when when a child is reading the word of God, that young person is receiving the most powerful life-changing and uplifting insight in all of the universe. The transforming power of the Word of God is working on the mind and heart of this young person. The Word of God is impacting this youth in many very fruitful ways, Romans 12, 1 and 2. See Proverbs 1 and Proverbs 2. Number three, when a child is reading the Word of God, this youth is spending time in the presence of Christ and God. And when any person spends time in the presence of God, he or she will not be the same on the other side of that time. See John chapter 1, verse 1. Researchers at the Center for Bible Engagement 
found some interesting insights about the importance of and place of reading Scripture in the life of a believer. According to their research, the life of someone who engages and spends time in Scripture four or more times a week looks radically different from the life of someone who does not. They discovered that the lives of believers who do not engage the Bible most days of the week, three days or less, are statistically the same as the lives of unbelievers. Spending time reading and meditating on Scripture daily is much more important than so many believers really grasp. So parents, if you begin the family habit of having your child read the Word of God out loud to you daily, great things can begin to happen in your child's heart. Why is it important for your child to read the Word of God specifically out loud to you as the parent? Because you know for sure that he or she has spent time reading the Word of God on that given day. Sometimes a parent may tell a child, go read your Bible. Maybe the child will. Maybe he or she doesn't. Our children are human beings. And as much as we like to think our children do exactly what we tell them, that's just not always quite the case. When you make time each day to have them read the Word of God out loud to you, you can know this for a fact. You know that they have spent time reading the Word of God on that given day. Children and youth today are filling their minds with something. Sadly, too often, they're filling their minds with darkness, toxic toxic information, and wicked worldly thinking and perspectives. Too many youths have filled their minds with pornography, online garbage, demonic insights from dark movies and TV shows, horror movies, etc. And too many youths spend hours playing dark video games and doing things online that are very negative spiritually, mentally, and otherwise. The blessed Word of God is pure light. There's absolutely nothing better for our children spiritually, mentally, and emotionally than the Word of God. We are told in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The Word of God heals all the ills of life. God's Word is pregnant with the ability to bless us. The transforming power of God's Word is undeniable. It is power and it is very mighty in every way for good. Beginning the habit of having your child read God's Word out loud daily is very fruitful. It's a great way to help focus the power of God's Word onto and into the lives of our children. Today is a great day to start this family discipleship goal with your children. It will help produce eternal fruit in their lives. Again, the title of this article, Children Who Read the Word of God. If you'd like to get a copy, simply email us at joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to get it to you. Again, joseph at afr.net. And, of course, the article we read earlier as well, A Skilled Warrior and His Sword, same email. If you'd like to get a copy of that one or both of these articles, again, simply email us, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to get them to you. And today we've been looking at the topic, Walking with Jesus in the Word of God. Again, if you don't already have the habit of reading at least three chapters in your Bible every day, we want to encourage you, make it your goal today to start that very, very important habit. Thank you, Lord, again for every believer listening. Thank you for the privilege, the grace, the blessing that's ours as we simply open your Word and spend time with you one-on-one reading and meditating on your Word. Father, anoint us afresh with the Spirit of grace that would 
cause us to have a growing hunger, commitment, and passion to read and meditate on your word. Set us on fire of your Holy Spirit and help us to not only become very diligent in our own lives, help us as parents and grandparents to be diligent to help our children and our grandchildren to begin to start the habit of getting into your word every single day. And help us as believers to be be warriors, that is, to be kingdom warriors who are on fire with your Holy Spirit in such a way that the passion we have for your word lights on those around us. Reach through our words, our actions, our attitude, and set other believers on fire with the same Holy Spirit fire of passion to be students of your word who are both hearers and doers of your word as well. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession as we usually do before we end the broadcast. If you are listening today and you've never made the eternally important decision of inviting Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Today is a great day, a wonderful day to get saved. If you'd like to make that eternally important step, would you from your heart pray this prayer with me and give your heart to Jesus today? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. Help me to read your word daily, to pray daily. Help me to follow you daily. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to be in touch with you and make a connection with you. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please email us. We'd like to share with you some literature and some resources that will help you to begin to grow up and grow strong in your new vibrant walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We hope that you will do that. Again, joseph at AFR.net. We hope to hear from you. And once again, if you'd like to get copies of either the articles that we shared, again, the two article titles were A Skilled Warrior and His Sword, and the second article, Children Who Read the Word of God. If you'd like to get one or both articles, simply, once again, same email, email us, joseph at AFR.net. We'll be glad to share them with you. As always, we appreciate you being a part of our listening family. We've been looking today at the topic. Walking with Jesus in the Word. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.